Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And this is What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WOR. A little bit earlier than uh, our usual. Those of you who have not listened to the show before, we're usually on at 7 p.m. on Saturday evenings, but we've got a game this evening, and so uh, WOR was kind enough to uh, put me on at 6 o'clock. So you can give me a call. This is the Plastic Surgery Show. This is the one where you ask me questions about, let's say, those wrinkles around your eyes or sagging breasts or uh, maybe a little bit about cellulite or uh, how about the turkey gobbler that you just noticed and not the one on the Thanksgiving table, the one in your neck. This is the show to ask me questions about those things. And the phone number here at WOR is 1-800-321-0710. It's a free call and a free consultation with me on the radio at least. 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Give me a call this evening. We're going to be here for about 45 minutes before the big game starts. And uh, callers to tonight's show will receive a bottle of nighttime. Nighttime is the nourishing serum for the skin. It's got vitamin C, 10% vitamin C. 8% lactic acid. That's one of the fruit acids, the alpha-hydroxy acids. It's got citric acid in it. It's got vitamin A. And uh, there's all sorts of vitamin A's out there. Retin-A is the prescription version. There's retinol. Uh, mine has a less irritating form of vitamin A. It's got antioxidants in it and skin brighteners, all the things that you need that you buy separately when you go to the store. You see, you know, I was in uh, Walgreens today, and... And I was looking on the shelves, and I noticed uh, one company had a uh, this very, very long, multi-step program for skincare, and they put one ingredient. They put vitamin C in one thing and vitamin A in another thing. And why do they do that? They want you to buy all the different things so that you fill up your shelves with this very complex, multi-step program. Mine is not like that. I put everything in one serum. It's a serum, not a cream. The reason it's a serum is so that there's no residue on your skin. So anyway, tonight's callers will receive a bottle of nighttime. Tonight we're going to be talking about some interesting things. Uh, how about those tanning salons? You see them on the streets. You see them all over the country. Did you know that there are more tanning salons in the state of Florida than there are McDonald's? restaurants. It's really amazing. Uh, they actually did a study that was uh, published in, uh, I believe it was Archives of Dermatology, and they looked 
in the state of, uh, of Florida at all of those suntanning salons. Now, Florida has the highest rate of melanoma in the country. Not surprising because, because uh, areas of the world that have light-skinned people in semi-tropical or tropical environments have very high incidences of skin cancers, particularly melanoma and basal cell carcinomas and squamous cell carcinomas, the three big ones on the skin. So Florida has the highest rate of melanoma in the country, and it turns out there are almost 1,300 tanning salons in the state of Florida. And you've got, you've got to wonder about this. There's so much sunshine in Florida, right? It's the sunshine state. Why do they need tanning salons? Uh, but they do. They have them. Uh, there's only 800-something McDonald's restaurants, and there's only 700 CVS pharmacies in the state. But yet, yes, there are almost 1,300 tanning salons. It's very interesting. What's wrong with tanning salons? Well, they're pretty much proven to cause skin cancer. And the skin cancers uh, are rising the most in the people that use tanning salons the most. And you know who those people are. They are usually women, usually teenagers and women in their 20s. And that's where the epidemic is, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, they really should be illegal, but uh, they're not. They're becoming illegal under the age of 18 all over the country. Some states it's 21, some it's 18, some it's younger. Uh, but state legislatures are finally, finally getting smart, and they're banning these tanning salons, but not yet in Florida. Carol, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hi. Um, I have a question there, about the best way to treat under-eye uh, wrinkles for women in their 40s. Okay. So how old are you? 42. 42? Yes. Okay, I'm having a little difficulty hearing you this evening. All right, so you're 42 years old, starting to get uh, some of those little wrinkles uh, under your eyes. Do you also have bags under your eyes? Uh, not really, no, no. Okay, that's good. That's good. Do you have dark circles under your eyes? No. <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, because those are the things that start... Uh, in the 40s, we tend to, we first we get those little bit of wrinkles. Uh, we get them towards the corner of the eye, uh, the under, the uh, lower eyelid, and then towards the side. We call that the lateral side of the eyelid. And with each passing year, they tend to spread. They become the crow's feet and the uh, wrinkles of the, uh, the lower eyelid. So what do we do for those at your age in the 40s? It really depends on how visible they are. Now, the classic treatment for those wrinkles has been a lower eyelid lift. But we're getting to a point now with the technology that we probably can stall those lifts for quite a long time, maybe forever. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but what are the other things? If you did not want surgery, Carol, there is a new technology called Althera. Now, Althera has been around for three years. We're still calling it new, new compared to uh, some of the other things like lasers, which are 20 years old now. Uh, Althera is high-energy-focused ultrasound, and uh, for the past year or so, I have been using it to treat those wrinkles around the eyes. Now, it's not going to completely get rid of those wrinkles, Carol, but it will lessen them somewhat. The other thing that we use for those wrinkles is Botox. Botox, or uh, there are three of them now. One's called ZMN, one's called Dysport, one's called Botox. They're really, companies don't like to say this, but they're really the same type of drug. Very, very similar. In fact, hard to tell the difference between those. We inject those into those wrinkles, and we can go on the side of the eye, the crow's feet. I like to call it the robin's feet. 
kind of sounds nicer. We can inject those out there, and we can also inject those a little bit underneath the eye. We have to be very careful how far underneath the eye we go because if we go too far, then you won't be able to properly close your eyes. So two treatments that are non-surgical are, one, the Althera, and two, the, uh, the Botox. We used to do lasers. Now, most people are getting away from laser treatments around the eyes. Uh, they work, but there's a tremendous amount of downtime, and who wants to take two weeks off of work to recover from a laser? Now, those are uh, two of the treatments. Carol, another treatment might be wrinkle filler, but I want to tell people not to do wrinkle filler for the fine wrinkles around the eyes because of that pesky complication of blindness which does occur. Oh, my goodness. In fact, there was a study in Korea about a year ago that documented a number of cases of blindness injecting wrinkle filler around the eyes. So we have to be very, very careful when we inject it around the eyes, and I don't use it for the fine wrinkles around the eyes. The groove underneath uh, the uh, lower eyelid, that's possible to, to fill, but it's a completely different technique. Okay, Carol, that's kind of your, your treatise on uh, under-eye care. Thank you. I put you to sleep, didn't I, Carol? <laughs> no, no, well, anyway, uh, it's very important for people to go to an ethical uh, plastic surgeon uh, when, they, uh, when they're considering treatment like this because there are lots of different ways to treat things, and some doctors like to jump right to surgery, and they'll have you into the operating room before you can blink, no pun intended. On the other hand, uh, my attitude is to stall surgery. Even though I'm a surgeon, I love to operate. My attitude is to stall surgery as long as possible. Uh, you know, who wants to really go under the knife if there are other methods? Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we return, we've got Steve on the line. Hang on, Steve. We're going to talk about eyelid surgery a little more with Steve. We'll be back after these words. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Althera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at periplasticsurgery.com. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. We're about an hour early with tonight's show. 
I hope uh, you all, uh, if you're not regular listeners, if you're not tuned to the radio right there at 7 p.m. and you've just discovered this show, I hope you do tune in each Saturday at 7 p.m. We're, uh, we're here about an hour early today getting ready for the, uh, the Rutgers game. And uh, you can stay and listen to this broadcast and then uh, pick up the game afterwards. You can give me a call. The phone number is 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Give me a call this evening, and callers will receive a bottle of nighttime. We're going to talk a little bit more about nighttime in a minute. But first, we've got a call from Steve. What can I do for you, Steve? What's your wrinkle? Yes, this is just a different combination of options doing an upper and lower blepharoplasty. They consist of doing uh, fat transfers, fat repositioning, uh, weakening the corrugated muscle between the Wait, brow Steve, do you and have a question for me? Tissue. Steve, Steve? Uh, yeah. hello? do you have a question for me? Yeah, the question. Yes, you have a question for me. What, what do you think of these options? <laughs> okay. Hello? All right. You're, you're running through a whole bunch of complicated things that uh, – cause people to their eyes glaze over when they hear all those things. So uh, I've been uh, a plastic surgeon for 20, uh, whoa, 26 years now, have done all of the procedures you're describing, uh, upper blepharoplasty. Blepharoplasty, by the way, for those listeners out there who do not know what that is, a blepharoplasty is an eyelid lift. So let's talk a little bit about rejuvenation of the eyelids and some of the things that I go through when I examine a patient who has aging eyelids. The first thing we want to do is look at the position of your eyebrows. So in a woman, the eyebrows should be at or just above the bony rim. Now, a lot of plastic surgeons have, uh, in the last decade or so, put eyebrows maybe, I think, a little bit too high, and it can give you that startled look that uh, so many celebrities and politicians we won't name uh, might have. I like putting uh, eyebrows at just the right level, which in a woman, as I said, is just at or above the bony rim. In a man, it should be no higher than the bony rim. I like to do eyebrow lifts through the eyelids, and that means I try not to make incisions any longer in the hair. Uh, we used to make incisions from ear to ear, then we went to the endoscopic procedures. Those are procedures with cameras. And uh, now I like to do an eyelid lift. Uh, through the upper blepharoplasty, upper eyelid lift incision, I like to do the brow lift through that. We then uh, we assess the upper lids. And so many of you, when you hit around 40, the young lady who called a few minutes ago was in her 40s and just starting to get the wrinkles around the eyes. Well, we also get some extra skin on the upper eyelids that begins to obscure the eyelid. We can't see the crease anymore. So an eyelid lift, the upper eyelid lift, removes that extra skin and also, many people have fat around the eyelids. We all have fat, actually. That fat is the cushioning fat of our eyelids, of our eyeballs, rather. Uh, sometimes when we get older, in fact, mostly when we get older, that, that fat begins to protrude out, kind of herniates. And so we, uh, we uh, sculpt that fat. We remove just a little bit. We can't remove all of it. We don't want to remove all of it because then you get a sunken-in appearance. So we sculpt the fat and remove that extra eyelid skin. That's an upper blepharoplasty. That's what uh, Steve was talking about a few minutes ago. That's an eyelid lift. When we look at the lower eyelids, also what happens is we get extra skin and we get extra fat as we get older. 
And then when we get much older, usually in our late 50s, that's not old, 60s, 70s, and 80s, we really begin to uh, get uh, some drooping and some loosening of the eyelid. Not just drooping, but loosening so that it tends to bow away from the eyeball. We have to do some special things then. We not only remove extra skin and a little bit of extra fat, we might tighten the belt of the eyelid. And what is the belt of the eyelid? If you look at the eyelid, the lower lid, like a pair of pants, if you have creases in your pants, you kind of pull your pants down to get the creases out. But if your belt is loose, your pants fall down, right? So what do you do? You tighten your belt. Then you could pull all day on your pants, and your pants won't fall down. Same thing with your eyelids. If uh, your belt of your eyelid is loose, then we can't really remove much extra skin, so we have to tighten that belt. And the procedure we do is called a canthopexy. A lot of big words we're using plastic surgery. Not necessary for you to know all those things. You just need to go to a properly trained plastic surgeon. There are some ophthalmologists that do this type of uh, plastic surgery. They're called oculoplastic surgeons. There are also otolaryngologists that do this. They're uh, ENT doctors who have had special training in plastic surgery. Thanks so much for the phone call. Wendy, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Yeah. I'm uh, 64 years old, and I have bags under my eyes, not horrible, but enough to make me crazy. And I'm getting slight um, drooping at the sides of my mouth. What do you recommend? Okay, Wendy. So you're 64, uh, which means in my practice you're still pediatric uh, group, so that's of good. Of course. Uh, now, uh, you're describing just the, the classic things that, that do occur as we age. So the, the bags of the lower eyelids, those are from the fat protruding. And like I just mentioned, an eyelid lift is the classic treatment for, uh, for um, taking care of those eyelid bags. Uh, we lift the upper lids. We lift the lower lids. And in your age group, that's probably the best thing. Anything else is going to be a compromise. Now, you also asked about your, uh, your mouth. You said your mouth is beginning to turn down, did you say? Well, um, when I, um, in, if I'm not smiling, it's not, um, it's not what it used to be. Right, and, and that's because you're getting a little bit older, and uh, and the sagging of time does come in. We develop jowls, we develop deep nasolabial folds, extra skin of the neck, the turkey gobbler, the bands in the neck. Those are the things that occur in the '60s. But what you're talking about is something that might be treatable without a facelift. The facelift is a classic treatment for the aging face. But when you get a downturned smile, uh, that often can be corrected with wrinkle filler. Wrinkle filler, something like radius. Radius is a very robust wrinkle filler. It's, it's kind of a thick wrinkle filler. And I can inject it in those marionette lines. The marionette lines are the lines that connect the corner of the mouth with the, uh, the bottom of the chin there. And if you remember Howdy Doody from uh, many years ago, the marionette, when they made his mouth move, there was a line called the marionette line. That's where the word comes from. So uh, if we fill those lines with wrinkle filler, something like radius, uh, then we can often push the corner of the mouth up. And often that's all it takes. Uh, now, sometimes you have puffs, little puffs of skin just to the side of that. And those are very difficult to treat. In the past, we've used lasers. Even a facelift doesn't help those. But uh, I have found that that new treatment, 
we mentioned it a little earlier, that Ulthera treatment is very helpful for those little puffs because it can actually shrink the skin. So the combination of wrinkle filler and Ulthera uh, might be good enough for you. It might not require a facelift. Of course, we have to look at you in order to make that judgment. Uh, but those are some of the things that we have uh, in our little bag of tricks now as plastic surgeons. You know, 30 years ago, uh, I was in my residency, believe it or not, in those days. I was, I guess, in high school. But uh, 30 years ago, all we had was a facelift. We had very little else to help you. We also had the deep chemical peel in those days. But now we've got so many other things. We've got surgery, yes, but we also have, we've got lasers and Ulthera and fillers that really do work. Uh, so it's an exciting time, and I do think that we're moving away from the surgical approaches to uh, fa facial aging and moving towards the non-surgical approaches. All right, Wendy, thanks so much for your phone call. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? We're going to take a short break. When we return, give us your call. It's 800-321-0710. Uh, 1-800-321-0710. And we're going to talk about some crazy television commercials that we all have been seeing about skincare and about skincare products, and do they really work? Let's talk about that when we return. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be right back. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging skin, and you look older. I tackle aging spurts with procedures like eyelid and facelifts, and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. Or you might just need rejuvenation around your mouth with wrinkle filler. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance, and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we are back on this very, very, very cold Saturday evening in January. And this is Dr. Arthur Perry. 
This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR, where we have been for well over eight years. We're into our ninth year on WOR. And uh, I'll tell you, we uh, had a, uh, I guess it was a reorganization type of uh, of event for WOR this past week. And I met Regis Philbin at it and uh, all sorts of celebrities where there was a lot of fun, but uh, it was about six degrees outside. So uh, quite cold. And it was at Bryant Park. We got to look at the uh, the ice skating rink, which I did. I don't think it had to be. Uh, the ice was uh, chilled. I think it was naturally chilled this week, as it is today. Boy, well, when you watch TV, you see a lot of advertisements, and I'm sure most of you have seen this one in the last uh, few weeks. And I'm not going to name the exact product, uh, but there's one that has. It's a skincare program that uh, uses an extract of some melon. You know what I'm talking about. And there are absolutely dramatic pictures. And when you look at this uh, product, you say this is God's gift to skincare. And so many products have been advertised in this way. I uh, I cringe when I hear advertisements for uh, skin products that that tell you that uh, you know your wrinkles are going to go away in three hours or seven hours or uh, one week or six weeks or uh, or even a month because. I know, and you probably also know, that your wrinkles aren't going to go away in a short period of time. And anything that makes your wrinkles look better in a short period of time does it because it either hydrates your skin, so it makes your skin more, um, uh, you know, more higher water content, or it causes inflammation in the skin. Inflammation, you know, if you take your hand, like the old movies, remember the movies from the 1940s, where the uh, young ladies would uh, slap their face. You know, they'd do that on their face many times, and uh, they'd get a little bit of swelling of their face, and so their wrinkles would uh, look better, their cheeks would look redder. That's kind of what some of these different things do now. Uh, I call these swelling agents, and those are the things when you uh, see them on television or hear the advertisements say that they get rid of wrinkles in just a few hours. Now, I don't think those are good for you, and the reason for... I don't think they're good is because they actually cause inflammation and things that cause inflammation in the long run will make your wrinkles worse. Interesting, isn't it? Well, not not so with this melon story. These melons that you've seen on TV uh, that say they're incredible, uh, you know, they're just a, a wonderful thing for smoothing the skin and improving wrinkles. And so whenever I see something like that, I go straight to the literature. I go to the scientific literature. The uh, National Library of Medicine has a database of all the publications uh, pretty much that have been written in the last 50 years. And uh, and I am, uh, as my wife knows, I'm an ardent reader all day, all night. I'm looking at these uh, different papers. So I looked at this particular melon. And uh, this melon, let me see if I can get the name of this uh, melon for you. Oh, my goodness. It's, uh, it's in the... Uh, oh, I can't find the name of the melon. Why not? Well, that melon uh, is from France. And it's supposed to make your face look incredible. Well, there have actually been six papers in the world's literature on this particular melon, just six. And all of them have mentioned the allergic reactions to the melon. And none of them have mentioned that it can actually make your skin look better or decrease wrinkles or brown spots or anything like that. You know, the problem with this industry is you could say almost anything uh, 
as long as you don't get real, real specific with the the enzymes that you're treating or stem cells or something like that. But you can make all these comments and uh, and then people buy the product. You know, my products that I have, you know, you might call me self-serving, but yes, I do have my own products. But I, uh, I started doing this about six or seven years ago because of exactly what I'm talking about. I see products out there that there's no way on earth they can do anything. There's just no way. Uh, these peptides that are so big, these molecules that are so big that they cannot penetrate the skin, there's no way that they can actually do anything. You know, there's something called the 500 Dalton rule. And boy, this is one that your eyes will roll about. But what it means is that there's a certain size molecule that can get into the skin. And anything bigger than that molecule just physically can't get in. And you've heard me say on the radio, you know, your skin is like a chain link fence. And a chain link fence, you can put maybe a ping pong ball through or a golf ball through. But if you try and force a football through, it's not going to happen. And the things that are scientifically proven to make a difference in the skin, things like vitamin C and glycolic acid and lactic acid and vitamin A and niacin, the things that have hundreds and even thousands of scientific papers are all very small molecules. And then you go to those hexapeptides, those things that weigh 800 800, what does that mean to you? It means absolutely nothing except anything over 500 can't get into the skin. So you know immediately that anything that weighs a lot can't get into the skin. And if it can't get into the skin, it can't do anything for you. And yet that doesn't stop these companies from advertising these products. The products that I have are honest, and that means they're scientifically valid I try and combine ingredients in my products so that I don't have you buy five or six or seven different things that are going to sit in your closet. You know, I've been doing this for a long, long time, and my patients will not do multi-step programs. They won't, and they want things that really do work. So if you do one, maybe two steps in the evening, that's reasonable. If you add another step, most people simply won't do it. Even my patients that are the celebrities and the models whose incomes depend on their appearances, they won't do complex multi-step programs. It's just like dieting. The more complicated the diet, the less chance you have to stay on that diet. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? We're here going over the half hour. We're going to take a short break. We've got about 10 or 15 more minutes, and you can get your phone call in by calling 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these words. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. 
Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Ulthera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at perryplasticsurgery.com. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. And once again, we're here a little bit early this evening. Normally, we're on at 7 p.m. You can catch me from 7 to 7.30 almost every Saturday night. We uh, we miss a few because of uh, some basketball games, but usually we're on 7 to 7.30. Tonight, we've been on uh, from 6 to about 6.45 And uh, so uh, you can certainly catch me. If you missed part of this broadcast, by the way, you can go to my website, periplasticsurgery.com, and uh, and there's a link to podcasts. And my podcasts, we're uh, backloading them, so we're getting them in. Uh, I think we're up to about last or back to about last July, and we're going to keep on going all the way back, hopefully, to 2005, adding a bunch of different podcasts. So you can hear the Joan Rivers interview. You can hear the Mehmet Oz interview. We're going to get those all on the podcast. So the best way to do it is go to my website, periplasticsurgery.com, go to the podcasting page and click on that. You can hear all those uh, those different different uh programs and i uh, i found out the uh, the name of that melon for you by the way uh you know it's in the uh, cantaloupe family and it looks just like a cantaloupe it's called uh, you ready for this it's cucumis milo melon cucumis milo i don't know if that's how maybe uh, one of my listeners knows how to pronounce that better than me uh but looks just like the uh just like that uh cantaloupe but uh, no science no no science to that there aren't any publications that show that it makes your skin look better well this is dr arthur perry the phone number once again 800-321-0710 800-321-0710 it's always funny during the show i get emails you know people uh not everybody, I guess, likes to be on the radio. They like to email their questions, and uh, I'll get them during the week, and sometimes I'll answer people back if I if I have the time, or sometimes we'll answer those on the uh, show. So I just got an email. It says, Dr. Perry, I am 42 years old, uh, and uh, the question is, do I, do I have a breast lift? I'm paraphrasing because it's a very long email. Do I get a breast lift or do I get a breast augmentation? My breasts are droopy. So here's the uh, here's the answer, and and of course, a lot of people have breast augmentations, but only if you think your breasts are small. It sounds uh, sounds a little ridiculous, right? Of course, that's when you have a breast augmentation. But some people think that they can fill up sagging breasts and make them bigger, and uh, not have a lift, just have an augmentation. Well, here's the story: breast implants are are wonderful mechanical objects, but there are issues with those. And so if you really don't want your breasts to be larger than, and your breasts are drooping, then it's a breast lift. If you come into my office and say, you know, I'm unhappy with the size of my breasts, both in clothing and out of clothing, 
then it's a breast augmentation. But if you say, well, you, you know, I'm, I'm okay in clothing, but it's the drooping, well, then it's a breast lift. It's a completely different operation. With a breast augmentation, we use a silicone breast implant. The new ones are called the gummy bear implants. They were introduced about a year or so ago, and they can reshape your breast. And, yes, they can lift the breast to a certain extent, but only if there's a little bit of drooping. Uh, if there's a lot of drooping, then we do a breast lift. And a breast lift is completely different. It places uh, quite a few scars on the breast, and that's why it's not as popular as breast augmentation. It requires an incision around the areola. The areola is the pigmented area around the nipple. It requires a vertical incision between the areola and the crease, and then a horizontal incision in the crease. That's the standard breast lift. And most of us do uh, some variation of those incisions. And we remove the extra skin, and we do not remove breast tissue in a breast lift. If your breasts are too large and you want a breast reduction through those exact same incisions, we remove some breast tissue. So a breast lift can restore the shape of your breast, but the penalty of a breast lift is that it places scars on your breasts, a breast augmentation, yes, it also places scars on your breast, but they're usually quite well hidden. Um, and the only time you're going to see the scars from a breast augmentation is lying down naked. S even standing up naked, you should not see the scars from a breast augmentation. So that's uh, the answer to the, the uh, question of do I have a breast lift or do I have a breast augmentation? This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. The phone number, 800 321 800-321-0710. So I promised I would talk a little bit more about the products, those products that I have developed and uh, we are marketing on the website. It's called drperrys.com, D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S, have to add the S, uh, .com. If you go on that website, you can see the four products that we have now. Uh, I talked a little bit about nighttime earlier. Nighttime is the nourishing serum for the skin. So my concept about skincare is very simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, I think that you should be washing your face twice a day. A lot of people do not use soap. I think it is important. The reason people have gotten away from soap is because soaps classically have been quite harsh and caused all sorts of reactions to the skin. So what did I do? I found a soap. I made a soap that was very gentle for your skin. The proper pH, pH is the acidity of the skin. Your skin is more like a lemon and less like baking soda. That means it's more acidic. But yet virtually every bar soap out there and most of the liquid soaps have the wrong pH. And when you put those on your skin, you screw up the pH of your skin for hours as long as six hours. What does that do? Well, it allows bacteria to grow, for one thing, and bacteria proliferate if your skin pH is alkaline. That means if it's over 7. Staph and strep and all sorts of bad bacteria, as well as yeast, grow very freely when your skin pH is messed up. And the thing that messes it up the most is your soap. So people have gotten away from soap. They've gone to liquid soaps instead of bar soaps. But bar soaps have great advantages. The advantage to a bar soap is that, well, I've made it the right pH, but also bar soaps do not require preservatives. And preservatives are some of the worst things we can uh, have in skincare. Unfortunately, if there's a liquid, we have to have some sort of preservative. 
That's why I made a bar soap. We do, do not have to have any preservatives. You know, it always amazes me when we see things like parabens in skincare products. And, and parabens in skincare products made by dermatologists. It drives me crazy because parabens are endocrine disruptors. And those are things that kind of mess up your hormones, particularly estrogen. So uh, I don't want parabens. I would never use those in my products. I wouldn't want those on my skin, particularly if I were a woman or a growing child. The nice thing about the bar soap, again, we don't have to have preservatives. But it's very difficult to make a bar soap that is the right pH and doesn't have preservatives and doesn't have the worst thing you can put on your skin is sodium lauryl sulfate, SLS. That is such an irritant to the skin that it is considered the, it's called the positive control in skin irritation studies. That means if we want to compare how irritating a product is, we put it side by side with sodium lauryl sulfate, which is known to irritate the skin and for the last 20 or so years has been the control. That's what we compare things to. Why would we want to put this in soap? Because it gives you froth. And if you remember that Prell commercial with Christy Brinkley a few, actually 20-something years ago, her daughter reenacted the thing about a year ago, uh, that when she has that zen moment in the shower and uses the, uh, the shampoo, that's sodium lauryl sulfate that you are seeing, and that's what causes frothing. And it's in almost all soaps. Tonight, when you're in the shower, tomorrow morning, take a look at your shampoo or your liquid soap and look for the words sodium lauryl sulfate or sodium laureth sulfate or one of those things that's very similar to that. Those are irritants, but they cause frothing. I wanted those out of my products. You don't want those on your skin because uh, if you've had that syndrome of leaving the shower and your skin feeling dry, it's from the sodium lauryl sulfate. So you reach for moisturizer, which is another product which not everybody needs. Most people don't need, except on your hands, by the way, this month. Then you need moisturizer. But anyway, the soap that I created has something called Kiaha in it. And Kiaha, you know, it's one of those things that I searched the food literature for things that cause frothing of food. And, and think of what is a frothy food. It's root beer, right? That's one of the frothiest. It comes up in your cup. Well, it turns out that root beer, there's a few things that are in it, and one of those is called kiaha, or soap bark. And uh, when I put it in my soap, it became very, very frothy without having to use that very harmful sodium lauryl sulfate. Now, all soaps smell terrible. I'll be honest with you. Every soap that you've ever had, if it did not have a fragrance, it would not smell particularly good. And I looked for for very nice fragrances, lemon, lavender, and thyme, and that's what I put in my clean thyme soap. Well, the game is about to start. Noah's turned on the music and gotten the hook. He wants me out of the studio. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This has been What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. We're going to be back next week at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening at this early hour. We'll see you all next week.